0: what is one's internal drivers? Everyone has their own drivers that cause them to want to work. And so we're really, really similar. But as I would coach someone, I would say, what are your drivers? What do you think are your drivers? And then we'd pull that down. Does that change? Welcome to the Consultant and the Coach Podcast. I'm here with my good buddy, Josh. How are you, sir? Great. How are you? Awesome. You're even better than I am. What did you do the last four years? I'm going to try hours? not to be
1: too cheery. I'll probably go too fast today. I'll slow down a little bit. But you were in an
0: amazing mood, and I just sat down and listened to you for like 20 minutes as you (laughs) opined, and I was like, this is
1: amazing. What do you do? So I just got back from uh, 48 hours by myself-ish by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not like going out in the show alone, sitting in in the wilderness for 48 hours, but I went to the mountains, got a little cabin, but let's be clear, this cabin's in a little community of RVs and campsites and there's a restaurant and there's a there's a store so i'm not it's glamping let's be honest um
0: but you turned off your what I cell did, I turned phone turn off my
1: cell phone complete technology uh, fast I didn't take a computer didn't have a tv i had paper books uh i had a paper journal uh, i had my car i took food so i didn't even have to go like into a restaurant or anything i mm-hmm. had in case i needed it but i, I didn't need it um at one point, I took a drive up to take go for a hike. Other than that, I sat.
0: And you don't, you're not even big into hiking like I am. You yeah, just and no. you, you you loved it. I went for it. Yeah. And yeah, so, not only do we preach this stuff, yeah, we do it as well too.
1: Occasionally, every- more not as often as we should. I'm going to start doing this every six months now. I love it. It's great.
0: I, I will testify to the fact that you came in. It's just like I'm like, what are you on? And, <laughs> in a good way, you're just you're just fired no, up. I also and took you're a like, supplement early. No,
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah you, you nothing did illegal it. about going to the mountains for 48 hours but it sure is a good drug
0: mm-hmm well, and it gets you it gets you thinking clearly
1: yeah no it was it was it's amazing at least if you're like me and you love to think about things but don't have time between all the challenges of running a business and a family and all the distractions that the world can throw at you uh, giving yourself time and space with no agenda and generally no constraints outside the fact that I had to be home in 48 hours mm-hmm. Um how much you can work through and think about, and when you're tired of that topic, switch to a different book or a different mm-hmm. topic and think some more. Now you
0: you did have this on calen- on your calendar for a long time. Oh, you yeah. were You've been planning two, for two this. three months in advance. yes. Yeah, so, yeah, wasn't. No. And, and why do you do this?
1: Well, I would say why originally I did it was because I was feeling burned out. Mm-hmm. I knew, it, but I but I couldn't go sooner than that for business yeah. reasons yeah yeah you, you um, consulting projects you consulting were consulting projects were finishing on. up but it couldn't work done yet it wasn't wasn't the right time but this lined up well with some things so certainly had to be planful about it uh, it wasn't just on a complete whim um, and in terms of just knowing having talked to people in my in our life team about it and gotten some advice from folks on ways to do that well um, knowing that I'm a bit of an introvert appreciate time to myself Um, and of course a very supportive spouse who carried the water for 48 hours, which it was some heavy water. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm uh, grateful for that as well. So couldn't do it without that support for sure. So anyhow, that's, it's a lot to make it happen.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, glad to be so back. He, and, so today's podcast, yeah. when is it time to change jobs? That's and right. You've changed jobs a few times. I've thought of it many a times. Yep. I haven't, but I've yep. thought about it. Yeah. Uh, so scripture this morning is uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, yeah, what do you got
1: there? Sure, let me read it here. Yeah, Ephesians 4, t- 1 through 4. i to uh, do it with my mic still. Um, as a prisoner for the Lord... Uh, The reason we're using that scripture this morning is to remember that if you're listening, hopefully you either share faith or that's not a requirement to listen. You have some perspective on faith and or higher calling in your life. And guess what? The job is not the end all be all. If you think changing your job is going to fix your problems, Uh, give us a call because that's that's not the biggest most important thing so it's important to consider your jobs absolutely don't over index on it there are things bigger and more important than your job uh, in your life hopefully Um, so I want to stop you right there you you said something
0: you you said something and I wrote this down when even before we started don't over index on the job Mm -hmm. that's brilliant why do you say that and what does that mean
1: yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we believe that jobs in, in, from a work perspective are good. God created work. Mm-hmm. Um, God designed us to have um, the ability to work. Um, there's a lot of people who share of a perspective of theology and, and kind of heaven-mindedness that we actually may work in heaven. But the difference is, and you can go back and check out some old podcasts on this, work versus toil, toil being a result of sin. A lot of the result of people wanting to change jobs usually is a result of some kind of toil they're facing in the job, not the actual work itself, with some exceptions we can talk about. So my point is, if you're expecting complete fulfillment, complete um, salvation from a job, a job change, you are uh, mistaken. You will find yourself in uh, the same place again in 18 months if you just jump too quickly. Uh, for the wrong reasons, absolutely. So just keep or that. Or
0: even mind. sooner, and it might even be worse. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I speak that as as someone who has made that mistake. Mm-hmm. So I say that from a place of um, jumped in in the wrong situations, you know, and and okay, so, regretted it.
0: Okay, uh, so how, people listen to us, when do you change jobs? And you know, you jumped improperly Mm -hmm. once tell us about it multiple times
1: (laughs) well i think it starts with that right it starts with why do you work what can you expect from a job Mm -hmm. you know a job won't save you or give you complete contentedness or fulfillment in life it certainly can be an expression of who god's made you to be but i think that's the first thing to keep in mind um but then i think the next piece once you've resolved that issue Um, or at least recognize that. I think there's a number of questions or issues or reasons to leave a job, Mm -hmm. potentially, um, that you should work through or consider what the actual issue is. Um, And that may lead you to then either stay um, or reconsider at least where you would go next if you're going to change. So tell me a time you changed jobs and regretted it, and why. (sighs) Well, I think, you know, Is a general theme, I've not regretted the job change as much as it's not done for me what I hoped it would do. Okay. Right. So, for example, well, I'll tell you the time I changed jobs before I made the right job change. Um, I took a job working as uh, chief of staff for uh, 900 primary and specialty care docs. Um, And it was at the time of the organization seemed right. It was three months after a big sort of merger um, there was uh, significant change, very entrepreneurial opportunities that kind of abounded, lots of interesting work, it was very different, I had a clear charge, had clear, I uh, thought, clear charge. Um, it was very different work than I'd been doing, um, it was very much operational and more provider centered. so there's some things that were more interesting about it. Um, but it turned out to be a poor fit specifically because of the boss who was not equipped to make the changes with the organization. So they, I didn't realize until a further end fully that I was sort of given as a resource to this boss to try to help him overcome significant deficits. He had been in the same job more or less for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not prepared. Uh, organizationally to make the changes required to his leadership style. And so I was given to him to sort of supplement his deficiencies, basically. Um, And so going in just over a year, it was not a positive situation. Communication was already screwed up. It was dysfunctional from the beginning as I I didn't realize there was a number of issues. But some of my own making. Um, But I was fed up. I was feeling the same frustration, lack of fulfillment, lack of... Um, clarity that I had felt um, in jobs before. So that was a summary of same issues. I was sort of different place, same issues, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I realized, you know, that some folks might be grappling with that may not have realized so hopefully this hopefully place is helpful to those who are thinking about changing jobs is um, I was experiencing some of the same emotions and challenges that I felt like I had seen at, at that point through four different organizations. Mm-hmm. And I realized there was only one thing in common between all those places. I think um, I know where you're going with this. It was me. <laughs> I was my problem, mm-hmm. right? So the problem wasn't the job. and The problem was I was doing the wrong things.
0: So but it was a good thing you had changed jobs that allowed you to see that.
1: Yeah, so there's a, there's a good side of this, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it was that um, I realized for me, and this gets into some of the there's different reasons to do this, but I realized at that time, that the because the problem was me, um, staying in that job didn't make sense, and waiting to find another job didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I actually made the conclusion to leap without a parachute. Not always advisable, only under certain circumstances, which we can talk about. But um, yeah, I made the I made the decision at that point because I I knew that I, the things I had tried had not worked mm-hmm. after three or four stops. So therefore, I didn't know what to do, and I needed the space, getting back to the space issue, yeah, to go figure out what to do next. Um, and so I just left a job. <laughs> and people were flabbergasted, by the way. Um, they're like, you're not going anywhere? I'm like, nope, it's not going that well. Like, it made my the boss look really bad. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're leaving for nothing, a very good paying yeah. job, they're like, What's the matter with you, right? And are mm-hmm.
0: like, oh, it might be a problem with the organization. It, there, and
1: there were, there yeah. were problems with the organization. Like this was not just me. There there were significant problems, but I also had my part to play. And um, so that, that led me down the path to consulting mostly because I enjoy working with entrepreneurs. I enjoy working with people who are consulting on hard projects. And, and that sort of it, it inadvertently took me on a path that sort of led to what I do now. Um, but it was because I gave myself the space to go figure that out mm-hmm. that it happened, and that's a longer story for another day. But and now um, you
0: understand that, and you understand
1: yeah. the process,
0: yep. and so now instead of getting to the point of being completely fed up, you schedule in proactively yeah. these spaces for you to have that think time. And
1: I try to be careful about how I choose to do my work. Mm-hmm. What work am I doing or mixing up my, my portfolio such that I'm having a better ability to express, the, express who God made me to be in, in sort of the... the tapestry of projects that I get to work on any given time allows me to actually express that better. I'm less likely to get burnt out. I can go for a long, oops, I'll go for longer periods of time. And then when I go for those retreats, I, you know, it's not like I'm – I didn't go and have some major problem to solve. I just went and enjoyed it, and it was great. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have to spend the first day and a half trying to come up with some solution to my problem at all. Um, so, anyhow, that, that's – So what, what, what do –
0: you know, what do you if someone says, "Hey, should I consider leaving job, leaving my job?"
1: W- what should they consider? There's a lot of questions, right? So I wrote a bunch of these down, and, and this is not a comprehensive list. You probably have some more too. Um, you know, first thing, a lot of people leave jobs for a boss, mm-hmm. right? Is it just a bad boss, right? And is that something that's that's fixable or not fixable, right? So maybe you're leaving because of a boss, um, which, which in that case maybe there's an internal job you could change to, right? You mm-hmm. don't have to leave the organization necessarily, or you need to have a different relationship with your boss. Um, maybe it's the wrong organization. There's some organizations that just become not fun to be in for lots of reasons. Maybe it's changed over the last three, six, 8, 10, 20 years you've been there, and you got to change for the organization. Maybe the job is wrong. Maybe you've just been in the wrong job and you're just not fulfilled in the work you're doing. Um, or I would say the job is not using, as we talked about the StrengthsFinder, Strengths mm-hmm. Finder, another good episode, um, all your strengths. So you have to think about either a new job or same job, but find other. Volunteer activities that sort of touch on those other strengths, board roles, volunteer roles, things like that. Um, maybe you've outgrown a job, especially if those listening are in their kind of, I would say, this is maybe some prejudice, but under 40 stage is probably more likely to be outgrowing a job versus later in your career, you're less likely to just outgrow it, but it's possible at any yeah, stage. absolutely. So you can outgrow a job. I've been in roles where politics have been a problem. So large, especially in large healthcare organizations, they can become very political and not all that fun, and when you are a maverick personality that I am, and you are in a strategy role that I typically play inside organizations, you naturally die, naturally. I never understood people in strategy roles who stayed too long. I was like, you're not doing anything in strategy if you're not, (laughs) because if you're not making people mad, you're not changing anything. You're not changing anything. You're not doing your job, is my opinion, Mm but um, politically, depending on the job you have, you may not be able to stay in that role forever, right? Some jobs just don't allow that, and personality and job. So that's a consideration. Um, what are your reasons for work? Those evolve over time. What do you need a paycheck for? Um, we've talked about simplicity, I think, and the ability to set yourself up financially for independence and how to do that. And that's again, someone wants personal coaching on financial independence. Call me. Um, Ramsey's not the only answer. There's other stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Plug. I'll have to talk to you. <laughs> um, but that's one one reason I haven't had to work in the same way I've had to before, being able to achieve some financial independence, which is great. Um, where you want to work, you know, maybe you've gr- your kids have grown, and, like, yours is heading off to Arizona. And, you Absolutely. know, you want to have an ability to do – you fortunately can do remote work if you need to in mm-hmm. Arizona or whatever. Go visit her. And maybe your kids have moved to a different city, and you want to move, right? Um and then, also, lastly, the other one I came up with was how hard do you want to work? Some jobs just demand more than you just don't want to do the grind anymore. Yeah, it's fine if you've achieved a place where you can take a step back and you know work a less less hard job for you know a few hours a week. Go for it, like consider it, you know, or change the structure of your current job. But yeah. and you know, there's a number of ways, reasons people might be thinking. So I think the challenge here is to dig into why you're feeling that way. And get get some coaching from somebody like you, Eric, or um, you know, go try to understand the deeper reasons behind that.
0: I, I agree with all 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 eight of those, and what I would add, and things that I've looked at significantly uh, with not only for myself but all you know 70 plus team members on my organization what is one's internal drivers everyone has mm-hmm. their own drivers yep, yep. that cause them to want to work and so we're really really similar but as i would coach someone i would say what are your drivers mm-hmm. what do you think are your drivers and then we'd pull that down does that change um and that makes a big difference depend on where, depending where depend on where you are in your phase of life phase of marriage, phase of parenting, phase of business. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think
1: helping people realize how their drivers and you do this is is – drilling into those drivers such that are those really your drivers today or were those your drivers 10 years ago and you just haven't recognized they've changed. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Right? Because that can and, happen. And even amongst drivers, there's a primary, a secondary, and tertiary drivers. Right. But then there's other things. I'm like, I really don't give a rip about certain things that other people think are really, really important. So it's understanding um what certain drivers are and how they drive you in your organization. Or is like you said, maybe the organization has changed or not changed and that can affect, Hey, maybe I don't have a spot here anymore.
1: Well, in a, an example of that, I'll drill into if it's okay. There's is, this is not one for me, by the way, but this is one I've heard other people they'll say, Oh, I have to have this full-time job because mm-hmm. I need health benefits. Yeah. Right. And I think you know that's i'm not going to pick on that as as a good or bad reason but i do think as you drill into understanding what those reasons are these answers are not always as simple as i think people think they are oh, absolutely. there actually are solutions in the world you can go get and change jobs and not need the health benefits there's other ways to achieve that so what i would say is again if you're struggling with that particular issue or things like that, and you'd help imagining what other solutions exist, give us mm-hmm. a call. <laughs> I'm not going to get into what those are right now, but I have found in my own, you know, work to basically find cheaper, more affordable alternatives as an independent. than I oh, ever absolutely. was effectively paying as a tax through my, you know, through the employer in terms of less salary and some other things. These reasons are, these things seem scary to people, but they're not actually that rational. And, and so, um, just keep, keep keep peeling back that onion. Mm-hmm. Whatever your reasons are, whatever your drivers are, dial down. Keep peeling and back down, the onion. And keep dialing and dial down. Yep, 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 yep.
0: And you know, I like to use, uh, you know, for those looking to start another job or let's say become an entrepreneur, if at all possible, try it out as a side gig before jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, you've made the jump several times and. You've made it work.
1: Well, and, and to be fair, I actually had a, a side gig with consulting work mm-hmm. in some different ways. Long before I made that leap, I, was, I had some relationships. I had done some side projects. Mm-hmm. I had picked up a few things here, a few things there. It was not a lot, but I'd gotten enough of a taste that when I did make that leap four years ago, you know, I had five projects within a week because I kind of knew, but I just didn't have the faith in myself. To do it, and and once once I did it, just took off. I mean, it was wasn't I didn't spend a lot of time. And there
0: is a multiplication factor because when you're making some progress, yeah, working part time. Now, when you give it the full time effort, it's going to multiply significantly. You can throw all of your time into your new venture.
1: There's also a synergy around people actually. Going independent is one example, and there's probably several ways to do this, but I found people were much more surprisingly receptive and respectful. Not in the, um, like, yes sir, no sir, please thank you, sort of respectful, but like the, oh, you're going after it. Like there was like mm-hmm. this, and so that that actually inspired a lot of people to actually start Finding me for work because they realized, oh, like you have, pardon my words, the cojones to pull that like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You have the backbone. (laughs) The backbone. Thank you. Okay, we can strike that (laughs) on the podcast. You have the backbone to go pull that off Mm -hmm. or go attempt it. You have a lot of courage. I mean, that's the word I'm looking Mm -hmm. for. Is it demonstrates a level of courage that also brought work. That had I waited for the work to show up. It never would have come. Like if I'd have waited for a couple of the first couple of key uh, consulting gigs that came along, had I not taken the step to leave, those consulting gigs would not have come to me for lots of reasons. Oh, absolutely. And so having that that courage to step and leap demonstrated to the world I at least work in that I was very serious about doing things differently. And so it changed people, how people saw me and therefore changed how people wanted to interact with me from a business perspective, um, which therefore led to success mm-hmm. in terms of work and, and and the ability to get some stuff done. So there is also a multiplication factor that comes from being willing to make a change that maybe most people wouldn't see or expect or even make themselves. Um, whatever that change, doesn't have to be just leaving your job, but it could be, picking a different job, picking a different path, you know. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, there there is unexpected benefits that come from that.
0: So, to circle back, mm-hmm. if someone's considering leaving their job, what would you tell them to do first?
1: Well, I think we've, yeah, we just to reiterate, I think it's digging into that question. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, why, why? Ask yourself why five mm-hmm. times and really spend some time, right? In particular, if you're very... Burnt out and serious about it. Go to the mountains for 48 hours, yeah, right? Really. Get away. Um, consider your support structure. Mm-hmm. Consider your f- level of financial independence or not. Um, consider your network. Consider your calling. Consider your gifting and strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a whole, you know, get yourself locked in a room with a whiteboard. Absolutely. Right? If you're visual and, and whiteboard out all these questions. That are much deeper than should i change jobs or not so that you can get to a better answer to that question
0: and i'll encourage people it is scary oh, yeah. it is scary because you're saying what if and if it doesn't work and if you tr- attempt to jump from the dock to the boat and the boat's too far out you mm-hmm. get wet
1: mm-hmm.
0: you'd even drown yeah. if you don't know how to swim
1: but there's also a faith element absolutely right yeah.
0: and that's and that's next week yep. you know you how go. does faith play into work you know, and, and from staying in your job to figuring out how does your job evolve when you're there. Yep. So, hey, next week, hey, we're going to dial into a two-part, you know, a series on not only faith in the workplace in terms of how it affects our personal mission.
1: Yeah, you, even if you're not a Christian, you yeah, know, like we absolutely. are, you can think what, about what, what your is your personal mission? mission.
0: Yep. Why do you show up to work every single day? What's the vision of your organization? You, you know, that's or the mission, I shouldn't yep. say vision, and then part two, how does it, exp- you know, how does that expressed? Yeah, in terms of in terms of sowing and reaping. Yep, we're going to talk so, more about what that means. via. Yeah.
1: not from an agricultural area. That's where you put the seeds in the ground. And then that's where the stuff grows and then you can So no, That's a it, huge
0: it, it, business it here in Eastern Washington. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's the same for whatever we're trying to sell and produce. But hey, next week, uh, you know, what does faith look like in the workplace? That's right. But until then, hey, reach out to us at the consultant at the Thank you for listening to us. And you should just see how excited Josh is. He's ready to rock and roll because he took 48 hours for himself. So you do the same thing too, what that looks like in your business and your family. Until
1: then, take care, everybody.